0: Um, those that were here last week, I spoke on um, Psalm uh, forty-two, I think, um, as deep calls unto deep in the roar of your waterfalls, and we looked at the the roar of the Lion of Judah roaring, calling us um, into that place of encounter, into that place of intimacy. Um, with Jesus. And I want us to look, um, not at lions roaring this morning, but a different sound, um, trumpets sounding. So uh, we're not going to sing Days of Elijah at the end, although you can if you want. Uh, Well, why not? You've not practiced it, have you? But Exodus 19 verse 16 God, I just want to pray right now that our hearts will be open to hear what it is that you are saying to your church and to our lives in Jesus' name. Exodus 19 verse, uh, sorry, Exodus, yeah, Exodus 19 verse 16. It says, on the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone say very loud. Everyone say trumpet blast. Trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God. Everyone say, meet with God. And they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled violently and the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. Everyone say, louder and louder. Okay, but say it louder and louder than you said louder. There we go. Um, Then Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. So in this passage, God has led his people to the foot of Mount Sinai. (coughs) They gathered there at the foot of the mountain, and the Bible tells us that God came down the mountain. And he came down the mountain with for one purpose only and that was because he wanted to meet with his people. Who knows that is always what God wants. Yeah, God came down to have an encounter with his people. As deep calls to deep, we looked at it last time. There is a deep in you that is longing for God, but there is a deep in God that is longing for you. And God came down, just like he came down in the Garden of Eden, uh, just like he always comes down, he comes to meet with, he comes to have fellowship, he comes to encounter, to dwell with his people. Who knows that that is why God comes to church? He comes to church to meet with us. Uh, but God told his people, put limits around the mountain. Um, don't, uh, don't come up until I tell you to come up. And so all the people are waiting there with expectancy, wondering when is a sign, when is a signal that we can come up into the presence of God. And the Bible tells us that from the mountain, there was a the sound of a trumpet. Who was playing the trumpet? Who knows, Moses had not sent the worship team up the mountain. This was angels at the top of the mountain sounding a trumpet. And that trumpet got louder and louder. And the, so, the, the sound of the trumpet, it was a signal. God was saying, I am inviting you into my presence. Just like when the doorbell goes at home, there's someone at the door wanting you to open that door and let them in or hand you a package or whatever it may be. The sound of the trumpet, it was God saying, I want you to come up. I want you to enter in. I want you to come up the mountain into the place. Into the cloud because I want fellowship with you. Who thinks that that is an awesome invitation? Guess what they all did? Nothing. So the trumpet got louder and louder. But God's people refused to go up the mountain. It says says that they were so, later on, uh, we didn't read it, but later on it says that they were so scared and terrified because of the fire, because of the smoke, because of the glory, because of the shaking. It says they stayed at a distance and they said to Moses, Moses, you go up the mountain, you go into the cloud You have an encounter with God, and we'll just stay here at the bottom and watch. And so Moses alone went up the mountain into the cloud and had an encounter with God. God spoke to him. He was so changed and so transformed by the presence of God that when he came down the mountain, his face was shining. Church, do you know this morning the trumpet is still sounding? Do you know this morning there is still a sound from heaven saying, church, come into my presence. Come into my glory. Do you know what the vast majority of Christians do? Nothing. There are very few Moseses. Who will climb up the mountain, go into the cloud, and actually enter in to the presence of God. So my question to you this morning, Revive, and God's question to me, is do we want to stay at the bottom of the mountain, or do we want to enter in? Do we just want to hear the sound do we just want to see the smoke? Do we just want to feel the fire from a distance? Or do we truly want to enter in and have an encounter with God? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going up. I'm entering into the presence of God. Now, do you know what the, the Israelites did at the bottom of the mountain? They decided to have their own church service. So they got Aaron and said, we need a pastor, so you're our new pastor. They needed a God to worship, so they got an idol. They needed some music, so they got some musicians to sing some songs. And they danced and said, we're going to praise the God who brought us up out of Israel they were ha- they were having a church service with a pastor with music with singing with dancing with celebration they had everything but they didn't have the glory and god came down and he weren't very happy and judgment broke down on the camp you see god does not give a stuff about our singing Our music, our dancing, our preaching, our talking, our gathering. The only thing God is bothered about is this. Have you been up the mountain? Have you heard the trumpet call? And have you come into my presence for an encounter with me? I don't know about you, but I don't want to do church where it's singing, dancing, a nice talk, a nice show. The only thing that will satisfy is a face-to-face encounter with Jesus. Anyone else? And so we got—we got to leave the camp. we got to hear the trumpet. God's saying, come up the mountain because I want to meet with you. I want an encounter with you. Now, I want to go over to Numbers chapter 10. Numbers 10 says, The Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for the having the camp set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of a second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast will be the signal for setting out. To gather the assembly, blow the trumpets, but not with the same signal. So, again, we've got God's people camped together. And um, who knows, they didn't have cell um, They didn't have cell phones. So Moses couldn't send everyone a text saying it's time to go. Instead, there was a, a trumpet blast. And when the trumpet sounded, sometimes that, tr- that, that trumpet meant it was time to gather together. Um, well, you've all heard that trumpet because you're here this morning. But then there was another trumpet and that trumpet was a sign it's time to move. Because who knows that God did not stay in one place all the time. God moved. And when the trumpet sounded, it was the time for God's people to break up camp and move to the next place that God was calling them to move to. If it did not matter what you were doing, it did not matter how inconvenienced you were, when the trumpet sounded that it was time to go, you better go. Because the first tribe to move was a tribe of Judah, because Judah always goes first. But then the second tribe was the Levites. And guess what the Levites would take with them? They would take the Ark of the Covenant. They would take the tabernacle. So when that trumpet blasted, God moved. And if you didn't move, God God would go somewhere and you would be left behind. So it did not matter whether you were eating. It didn't matter whether you were asleep. It didn't matter what was going on in your life. The moment the trumpet sounded, you better move. You better respond or else you would stay camped somewhere where God had left. Church, we need to know something. The trumpet is sounding and God is moving. The problem is that most Christians don't hear the trumpet blast and so they stay camped around somewhere where God has been and not where God is moving. So my question to you today is, what? Is the trumpet blast signaling in your heart? Where is God calling you to move? Where is God calling you to go? There are many churches that are camped, and many Christians that are camped around a previous season. So they're camped around a previous ministry that God called them to. They're camped around a previous style of worship or a previous style of doing church. They're camped around a previous calling that God gave them in the past. They're they're camped around a past encounter with God. And that's why many of us, uh, we've lost our hunger and we've lost our passion because we've had encounters with God before, but now the trumpet is blasting and God is saying, I'm moving, are you going to follow It's not about where God was camped 10 years ago. It's not where God has camped two years ago. Today is a new day. Heaven is making a new sound and we better catch up and move into it or else we will be left behind. For the church right now, for Revive Church, God is signaling loud and clear the way that you did church five years ago, two years ago, even three months ago is over. I am signaling that this church is to be a house of prayer, a house of glory. It's not about a big Sunday show anymore. It's about coming into the presence of God and having an encounter with Him. It's about seeing a move of God that will shake this city and this region and a fire that will spread up through the Humber, up through the north and go into the nations of the world. That is what heaven is sounding. Yeah, I had someone a few weeks ago saying, oh, we want church to go back to how it was. No, because the trumpet blast is sounding. You can stay camp there if you want, but you'll see the tire marks of heaven in the distance. We got to move with God. And it's the same for our own personal lives as well. Praise God that God speaks. Praise God that we have encounters with God. But it's irrelevant what God said to us 10 years ago. It's irrelevant the encounter that we had in a meeting 15 years ago. God is saying, what am I saying to you now? What is the encounter that you're having now? What is the ministry that I've called you to now? Because many of us, were doing stuff and we're living out of encounters that are out of date. The trumpet has sounded. God has gone. God has moved and God is saying I'm calling you it's time to advance it's time to move forward into the new day into the new era into the new thing that I've called you to do Amen so the trumpet blasts to call us up the mountain to intimacy with God the trumpet blasts to say church it's time to get moving third one Jeremiah in Jeremiah 4 verse 19 Jeremiah says, Oh my anguish, my anguish, I writhe in pain. It's a cheerful verse, isn't it? Um, Oh the agony of my heart, my heart pounds within me, I cannot keep silent. I have heard the sound of the trumpet. I have heard the battle cry. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 8, Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? God is saying when the trumpet sounds, it's time for battle. And you see this throughout the Bible. You remember when they're marching around Jericho, when the trumpet blasted, that was the time to shout. When Gideon uh, fought the Midianites, he went into the Midian's camp and there was a sound of trumpets and, and they defeated the Midianites. And whenever God's people went into battle, it was always accompanied by the sound of trumpets. Jeremiah here, he hears a trumpet, but the trumpet is within him. And he hears this call from God, God blasting. Uh, For Jeremiah, it was judgment was coming on the nation. And Jeremiah didn't just hear this thinking, oh, judgment's coming on the nation, that's sad. Jeremiah heard it was like a trumpet blasting within him. And Jeremiah knew, I've got to do something. So for Jeremiah, he he, he had to prophesy. For the Apostle Paul, he had an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and it wasn't just oh that was a nice encounter. It was like a trumpet blast within him, and he knew I have got to take the gospel to the nations. It doesn't matter if I've got to, if I end up in prison. It doesn't matter if I end up flogged. It doesn't matter if I end up uh, as a martyr. I have heard the sound of the trumpet. There's a war on. There's a battle on. I've got to go. I've got to respond. I've got to do the thing that God has called me to do. If you have been in the presence of God, you will be gripped with a divine call that is like a trumpet blast within you. And you will not be able to help do the thing that God has called you to do. There's been two times in my life when I've heard the trumpet sound the first one was in January 2007 when I had an encounter with the glory of God. Up until that time, I'd been quite a normal Christian. I was a, I was a youth pastor. I was preaching regularly um, in church on a Sunday, on a Friday night. And, you know, I, I had quite a nice, normal ministry. I would get up and preach and do a little talk and close in prayer and send everyone home. It was nice. Then I had an encounter with the glory of God and suddenly that sense of glory, of fire, of revival, it was blasting in me like a trumpet and now I could no longer just do a nice talk. Now I knew God was calling me to lead people into a place of encounter, to release his fire, to release his glory, to lead people into that encounter with Jesus. Now for you, it may be a totally different calling, but that was the trumpet blast that was in me. And sometimes I would think, God, can't I just go back to normal God, can't I just kind of do what I was doing before? But when you have heard the trumpet blast, it's like a signal. It's war. It's battle. You can't ignore it. You have to fight. You have to respond. You have to do what God is calling you to do. The second time I heard a a trumpet blast um, was eight years later. I'd been ministering revival and the fire and the presence of God um, just in our little youth group in Barnsley there's only about 10 kids there and for eight years I've just been preaching fire and revival and glory we've had some awesome meetings angels have been turning up just powerful powerful times of glory and then uh, um, one day I was at a conference in Hollybush anyone ever been to Hollybush And there there was a man from the United States called Clady Keith preaching. And he preached a message called, I will not eat my bread alone. And the heart of this message was this. If God has given you bread, if God has given you an encounter or a revelation, you can't keep it to yourself. You've got to spread it far and wide. And as I was listening to that message, it was like a trumpet blast within me. God was saying, I am calling you to the nations. I'm calling you to leave this place, to leave your father's house, and go and take the gospel to the nations. And you know, I fought that as, as much as I could, but that trumpet blast got louder and louder and louder and louder, and I had to respond. So my question to you today is, What is the trumpet blast sounding in your spirit? Some of you can't hear it because you've never been up the mountain. Some of you, maybe that sound has dimmed over time. But I pray that God will give us fresh ears. What is the thing that moves you? What is the thing that wakes you up in the middle of the night? What is the thing that drives you to your knees in prayer? What is the thing that whenever you hear it talked about or mentioned, your heart skips a little bit faster? What is the thing that whenever you hear about it, it causes tears to run down your face? That is the trumpet blast. And every person here, there is a unique trumpet that is sounding in your spirit. God's saying, that is what I am calling you to do. That is What is your passion? What is the thing that God has placed within you? What is your call? What is your ministry? Can you hear the sound of the trumpet? And will you respond? Jeremiah couldn't help it. He said, I'm in, in a, I'm in anguish. I've got to prophesy. Why? Because I've heard the trumpet sound. Paul said, I've got to finish the race. Even if it means death. Even if it means prison. Why? Because I've heard the trumpet calling me to battle. Can you hear that trumpet? Can you hear heaven calling you to stand and respond and do something with an urgency? You have to respond to the trumpet of heaven. Let's move over. um, Just look at a couple more. Look at Revelation chapter one. John writes, I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that arise in Jesus were on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. Verse twelve. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet, with a golden sash around his cheek. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword his face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance when I saw him I fell at his feet as though dead then he placed his right hand on me and said do not be afraid I am the first and the last I'm the living one I was dead and behold I'm alive forever and ever and I hold the keys of death and Hades that's Jesus hello that's Jesus John, it says, was in suffering and patient endurance. Who knows, we know a lot about patience. We know a lot about endurance and we know a little bit about suffering. The problem when we're going through a time of waiting, a time of suffering, a time of patience, is that we get frustrated, we get fed up, we quit. We lash out at people. But John learned a secret. In the midst of all that, I was in the spirit. Who knows, it's easy to be in the spirit when everything's going great. But can you be in the spirit when you're going through delay? Can you be in the spirit when you're going through hardship? Can you be in the spirit when you're in a time of of waiting. If you will learn that secret of praying when it's difficult, of worshiping when it's difficult, of trusting God when it's difficult, then you can hear the trumpet that we've been talking about. And it says that when this trumpet sounded, John turned around and he saw a revelation of Jesus. No, John. Who knows that John knew Jesus? John knew Jesus intimately, but now he turned and saw a revelation of Jesus that was so glorious and so magnificent and so awesome that it took his breath away. Church, the trumpet is sounding right now saying, Church, it's time to turn and it's time to get a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. It's time for a fresh, face-to-face encounter with Jesus. Um, Let me read you this prophetic word that uh, God just downloaded this morning. The past decade, God has been restoring back to the church a revelation of who she is. Sons and daughters, his bride, free, righteous, kings and priests. This revelation of our identity has been so powerful as God has stripped away wrong thinking, religious mindsets, and old covenant identities. Who can testify that over the past 10 years, we've heard more teaching and preaching than ever before about who we are in Christ? Amen. Who knows that God, we've been singing some awesome songs about the fact that he loves us and that we're sons and daughters and all that kind of stuff. Who knows it's been powerful. But listen to what the trumpet is doing. In this next decade, Holy Spirit's focus is going to be firmly fixed on a revelation of Jesus Christ. The church is no longer going to be focused on itself, but on the Lamb of God, the victorious King and glorified Lord. New songs will be released that focus only on Jesus. Groups of believers, small in number, but with a purely Christ-centric focus, will become habitations of glory. Churches that continue to teach primarily on the believer's identity and sing songs about how we are loved, valued, chosen, etc. will quickly find that they are operating in the last era's glory. This is the era of Jesus being revealed. This is the era of a focus on his identity, not ours. Churches that teach on Jesus, sing about Jesus, make communion with Jesus its highest prize, its narrow vision and greatest longing will experience times of glory and intimacy like never before. As Christ is lifted up, Holy Spirit will draw the lost, not into attractional church models where life enhancement is the goal, but into deep encounters with Jesus. Now is the time for Jesus to be revealed. It's the unveiling of the man with fire in his eyes, blazing holiness, glorious splendor, matchless authority. Can you say amen? So the trumpet sounds. John turns around and he has an encounter with the glorified Jesus. You'd think it couldn't get better than that. But... We'll finish with this in chapter five. Sorry, chapter four. After this, everyone say after this. So after he's had this encounter, after he's seen Jesus, there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. John sees Jesus. He has a revelation, he has an encounter with Jesus. But now God wants to show him something even greater. Not just a revelation of Jesus glorified on earth, but now he is going to be caught up into the very throne room of heaven itself. And he hears the trumpet saying it's time to come up higher. Church, who wants the greater things? Who wants to encounter God in deeper and deeper ways? Who wants to go into that throne room? But listen, the current level that we are at will not take us to where we want to go. We have to hear that heaven is calling us higher. The current level of prayer will not take us to where we want to go. The current level of worship will not take us where we want to go. The current level of fire and zeal and hunger will not take us where we want to go. We will always stay base camp unless we come up higher. So is there anyone else here this morning, and it doesn't matter if it's only me because Moses was on his own, but is there anyone else who wants to go higher? Is there anyone else who's saying, I need my prayer life to go to another level? Anyone else or is it just me? My prayer life is all right, but I want to see the glory. So my prayer life has to go to another level. You know, my worship has to go to another level. You know, I'd like to think I'm a worshiper. I love to worship. I love to praise God. But that worship has only taken me so far. If I want to get into that throne room, my worship has got to get to a whole nother level. My passion and my zeal and my hunger for God. We we can't compare. It's so easy to compare ourselves with others, isn't it? And think, well, I'm I'm more hungry than them. They only came to one prayer meeting in the 21 days. I came to two. If I want to get to that higher level, I've got to lift up my hunger, lift up my zeal, lift up my desire. Church, this is not a condemnation Of where we've been. Because who knows, seeing Jesus, having an encounter with Jesus is pretty awesome. And who knows, Revive, we have had some awesome encounters. But God is wanting to take us to a whole nother level. So how about it? Worship team, will will you come up? Will you stand with me this morning, church? Just close your eyes right now. The trumpet blast. Number one, that trumpet blasted to say, come up the mountain. Come into that place of intimacy. So I want to ask you this morning, church, can you hear that trumpet calling you into the presence of God? Calling you into the cloud? We... I regret that we only have a limited time in these Sunday morning gatherings so we can't spend hours and hours climbing up the mountain but if you truly hear the trumpet sound that sound will be it won't stop when you leave the meeting it will be with you all afternoon it will be with you all evening it will be with you all day, all week will you be like the children of Israel who just stared at the bottom of the mountain singing songs dancing celebrating But only Moses went into the cloud. Come on, if you hear that call to go into the presence of God, just respond right now. Say, God, take me there. I want to enter into your presence. Secondly, the trumpet sounded to say it was time to move. God was saying, come on, I'm calling you to leave where you've been and move into the new thing we know that as a church God is calling us into a new era where we are a house of prayer a house of glory and you can say amen yeah I want to be part of that But, but also what is God calling you to are you camped around yesterday's callings yesterday's encounters yesterday's experiences are you saying God what's now what's today God, what are you moving me into today? Is there a new encounter? Is there a new ministry? Is there a new a, a new call? Thirdly, the trumpet sounded to say it's time for battle. It's time for battle. <clears throat> There's an urgency, a desire. I've got to do something. What is that trumpet sounding in you? What is your passion? What is the thing that moves you? Don't ignore it. Say yes to Jesus. And if you can't hear it, if you say, God, I can't hear anything, then then say, God, right now, God, open my ears. I want to hear what it is. If if you are just content just to come to church for an hour on a Sunday, but never really do anything for God beyond that, It's because you've never truly heard that trumpet blast from heaven. For me, the trumpet blast is quite simple. Number one, it's revival and and the fire of God. And number two, it's mission and the nations. That's what the trumpet blast sounds like whenever, whenever I come into the presence of God. What's that sound ringing in your ears right now? Don't hold back. Don't put it off. Respond. Number four, the trumpet blast signals that it's time for a revelation of Jesus. Will you turn right now and encounter Jesus? Get your eyes on Jesus. Even if you're like John on Patmos, going through difficulty, going through a time of delay or suffering, get your eyes on Jesus, the man of fire. And finally, the trumpet sounds. So it's time to come up higher church we want to go somewhere in God we want to go into the throne room we want to be a church that knows the glory of God but the current level that we're at will not take us there and it's a journey but but we can start right here right now with God saying God will you take me higher God my prayer life needs to go higher my hunger and thirst needs to go higher my worship needs to go higher